the What True Next podcast helps to build a TBR of future favorite books. In each episode, Lauren and Maine interviews authors and book influencers to recommend books they love for you to pick up today. If you're an avid reader, always looking for your next favorite read, then the show. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Olivia. Welcome to the What True Next podcast. Yay! Hi, Laura. (laughs) So happy to have you both here. So Chelsea first, and then Olivia will tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, my name is Chelsea. I love murder. Not to do murder, (laughs) but to read about murder. Just to clarify for people who are like, "Hmm, that's interesting." No, no. Just to view it passively from afar. Um, Love thrillers. I've loved thrillers my whole life. I started like a lot of people with like the Boxcar Children and Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys, and I've always just loved to read mysteries and thrillers. So that's. the bookish part of me. But besides that, um, I, oh, it's hard to talk about yourself. I like to eat. Um, <laughs> I, I like to travel. I travel for work and for fun. So I'm usually around the country most of my time, which is a lot of fun. And it goes with my other hobby of eating because I get to eat while I travel. So it's like a win-win, right? <laughs> yeah, favorite food. Favorite food so far. Like which ones do you gravitate to if you have an option? My favorite food? Yep. Oh, I, it depends how much time I have. If I'm going quick style food versus long, like if I have a long time, I'm going to do sushi always. I love Mm -hmm. sushi. I love that you can eat like so many little, I always joke with my husband that there should be a restaurant where you go in and you eat like bite of each food because I always want to taste everything. And so that's what I like about sushi. I like that you can go and just have like a little bit, but you taste everything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I really love everything. Anything with cheese, give me cheese oh, yeah. every day. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. So, so good. So Olivia, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, one more thing about Chelsea, she didn't say, but she loves crappy reality TV shows. Like that's true. obsessed, Bachelor that's true. obsessed. Um, that yeah. is true. So I rude well, to call them crappy, but you're I right. Know, but <laughs> I just want to call out because you're like, I love murder, but then really, you just really love murder. and trash TV. That's and right. That's TV. correct. So yeah. Yeah. what kind of trash TV are we talking about? Are we talking milf manor trash TV, traitors, or are we talking like reality TV shows? So like I love The Bachelor. I like Love Island. I like Survivor. I like anything, anything too hot to handle. The Circle, F Boy Island. Like give yep. me all the trash. <laughs> so, oh, when when I heard F Boy Island was canceled, I was like, what? you know (laughs) that is is reality gold standard of like the best dating show ever like if you have to watch it in order there's a process there's a method to the madness but it's it was just so good yes I understand that are you watching the current Love Island season yeah of course I'm so into (laughs) oh my gosh okay so like sorry who am I going for you're talking about season four right uh, for Love Island or USA, Love Island, USA. No, I'm talking Love Island. There's a winter season right now for Love Island. Um, right now it's happening. Um, oh no, I haven't started. I'm still catching up on back, but I will get to. Don't worry, I oh, have a it's, list. It's, it's they're <laughs> savage. It's like there's the boys are mad right now. I'm watching it like bootleg <sighs> on like um uh, you know as as live as in the UK. So the boys are mad. The girls are savage. It's great. I'm so it's excited. Like, great drama. And there's one person that I don't like who should be in The Bachelor. 
and mm. like she's there. I'm like, dude, this is not the bachelor. She's like, why are you paying attention to him? Getting all jealous and all thing. I'm like, no, this is Love Island. This is chill fuck out. Yeah. This yeah. is like managing <laughs> in the pool, chatting, yeah. chatting about places, you know, getting taken care of, children maximum, like no, no sloppy drunk, you know. Yeah. Wow. Get it together. I'm excited to watch this season too. Like yeah. I have so many to, I want to watch all UK. I want to watch Australia. You know, I, I have a list. Yeah. For <laughs> Love Island UK, I would say start with season three because that's when they, that's when they add Casa Moore. And so they did not know. Oh, I would never watch it without Casa Moore. That is literally like the gold. I'm like 100%. There's always one asshole guy. That's like, I'm going to totally hook up with this girl and no one will know. And like, dude, Dude, yeah. this every time it's a trap and yeah. I love it. Yeah. So season three is where you want to start with Love Island and then go go forward. And then you can okay, cool. one too. Um, and then like I watched like live. That's a really fun thing to watch them live because you're like, oh, like you see the votes, you see like what's happening. Yeah. So there's way to do it without VPN, you know. Mm, talk. We'll talk after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look All at right, what I did. Look at what right. I did. Olivia, <laughs> sorry about the tangent. Tell us. No, it's I opened the door. It was my you own did. fault. I knew. I knew it. Um, yeah, so my name is Olivia. Um, I am, I live in Seattle and I love thrillers. Um, I have been reading, like Chelsea said, started out with like your Nancy Drews and Boxcar Kids. Um, Mm -hmm. I graduated to Fear Street. So did a lot of Arl Stein Fear Street, like really into that, like darker, um, darker stuff. And then, yeah, so I mean, I used to read books with my mom. We would exchange books a lot, especially when I was in high school. And um, it was a really great way for us to connect over something that we both really enjoyed, usually murder mysteries like Sandra Brown and Catherine Coulter and Tammy Hogue, things like that. Um, So yeah, so then I stopped reading for a long time. And then all of a sudden, I just was like, you know, I feel like I want to start reading again. And I have been, and it's been great. I love it. My collection started out with just a couple of books and now it's quite, it's getting there. It's getting kind of large. Um, and it really is. You just bought is. a bunch of new bookshelves. So I did. I did just buy new bookshelves because I ran out of room. <laughs> um, yeah. But and then when I'm not uh, working, well, when I'm not reading, um, I work as a program manager for an advertising uh, technology company. And um, I just finished the second draft of my first thriller myself. So Woo-hoo! that's exciting. Thanks. So much to unpack here, but um, what is it? Is it a thriller that you're writing? Are you writing something else or? It's a thriller. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's It's like revenge and murdery and. Perfect. Yeah. Tense. It's a lot of anger. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And when did you start reading again? What what was the time frame? I think it was like 2016, 2017, where I was like, okay, I like, I missed this and I just was so tired. I mean, I've, I, for me, I'm not a big like reality show. I'm like criminal minds and law and order SVU and all of those things. And so I've seen all of those shows. I was like, okay, I'm kind of missing that vibe again. And so just like met up with a friend, she started giving me books and then all of a sudden it just like went out of control and that's where I'm here. So I, I had a different bookstagram account that I used for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just never really was consistent with it and it didn't really, you know, like jump in fully. Um, but I have now, which is a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. I lower order SVU has been my comfort 
TV. Mm-hmm. So I watch every marathon. It's like what I do in the comfort of my home. home. Like whatever I feel sad, I just wear Olivia Benson, you know, take over the world and just do exactly, thing, you know, well, so that's actually, so Olivia day is actually my pen name. Um, and I chose it because I wanted to do something that was a mix between that represented who I am, which I felt was a mix between Olivia Benson and Jessica day from the new girl. Oh my so gosh. that is how I got my pen name because I'm a little bit quirky and awkward and weird, but yeah. like, I really loved like dark stuff and like, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I love that. That is my story of how Olivia day came to be. I love it. <laughs> amazing that's amazing all right yeah. so how did you two meet um that's interesting so we actually just met for the first time this year um, in October so we started this podcast before we ever met we Olivia actually this was her idea right like how did this even happen good question yeah, I think so. I had been following um, Chelsea on Bookstagram and then followed like the Throws by the Book Club. And then I started my own chapter in Seattle. And then um, as kind of time went on, I, I was looking for like, I like to listen to stuff while I'm at work. And I don't always want to listen to a book because I can't really focus on the book. So I look, I listen to podcasts and I listen to a lot of true crime, but I was like, you know, I like, there's nothing out there that I could find that was like specifically to thrillers and about thriller books. So I just approached her and I was like, Hey, do you think you might be interested in this? And she was like, well, tell me more. And we met and then, yeah, just kind of was like, cool, let's do this. We just decided to do it. Yeah. So talk to us about the podcast. What is this podcast all about? Where you can listen? Like what can listeners expect from it? Yes. So Thrillers by the Book Club podcast is kind of an offshoot. So Thrillers by the Book Club is a book club that I started like three or four years ago, um, maybe three during the middle of the pandemic to bring people together to bond and talk and get to meet each other and learn about thrillers and read about thrillers because there's so many book clubs out there that are either non-genre or specifically to like Mm -hmm. romance um so i didn't see a lot of thrillers anyway so i started the book club and then we when we decided to start the podcast we wanted to make it similar to like a book club feel so it's more like you're sitting down for a book club meeting with friends. You chat about your week. You hear about like news stories. We talk about like pub days and exciting new books that are coming out. And then we each do a deep dive into a specific thriller each week. So we'll talk all about it. We'll explain the book. We'll explain what we liked, what we didn't like, what we thought about it, the characters, trigger warnings, all of that. Um, So it's kind of like a quick overview without any spoilers so if you Mm -hmm. don't want to read it you don't have to but hopefully it'll pique your interest if you haven't heard of the book before or if it's something you've been contemplating yeah Mm -hmm. and we've been having a lot of fun with bringing on guests um, that are either bookstagrammers or someone that uh, works in the publishing industry. We've had an audiobook narrator, a publicist. We've had authors and join us. And it's just a lot of fun to be able to dive into the books, like Chelsea said, as like we're just sitting around talking. Because when I have my in-person book clubs, that's exactly how it goes. We talk about the actual book for about 10, 15 minutes. And then the, <laughs> the next two hours are just like chit-chatting, right? Yeah. Um, and thinking about all different books. And um, what's also fun is that Chelsea and I have similar tastes, but they're different enough. So it, you kind of get a variety as well as we have a mix of books that are backlist and then some that are coming up too. So it's a really good like way to grow your TBR, which we shamelessly do. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like the the thing about having a bookish podcast is like be careful what you wish for as a reader because you're like you're gonna get so many recommendations, so many, and be like, oh, I should try this or I should try that or like, oh, this is like really cool. This is a good palate cleanser, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, so let's chat some book recommendations because we are coming here with thriller recommendations, which is something newish to our audience. Like we typically focus on romance because that's been I grew up reading Sweet Valley High and so oh, I love Sweet Valley High let me just throw that in there like they are mm, that was amazing that was amazing incredibly problematic reading them oh, now, for sure for sure <laughs> it was like so I ended up just falling in 2016 falling in love with romance and so I do dive into romance but overall oh, this podcast is a little bit more general and I've had other like thriller authors come in and talk about their books and so I want to expand it how it include those other genres and so thriller is just a big genre and I am newish to the genre like I'm learning more about it I tried you know a book here and there just to palate cleanse but I need some guidance so I invited the experts Olivia and Chelsea to tell us all about some book recommendations for us to pick up so who oh, wants to right. you want to start? You want Chelsea or? Sure. So yeah. I am all the book recommendations I have are about cults. So in a way, you could really say romance is part of it slightly because you know a lot of cults <laughs> start with romance, where you're like, oh yeah, totally. This is love. It's not yeah. a cult. Him having sex with every single person is awesome. normal. I'm into it. Yes. Don't worry. So loved. This you're is the only one. Yeah. So these are I'm talking all about cult books and I have a couple different recommendations. Some more popular, some less popular. The first one is I'll Be You by Janelle Brown. And I'll Be You is about twin actors. I love books about twins. So that's just Mm -hmm. what it is. It's about Sam and Ellie and pretty much um, they're totally different. So Ellie is like a wife, a homemaker, and Sam is on the other side. So she's had a life with a lot of struggle. She's struggled with like substance abuse. She's had a failed um, career acting and she didn't become the actor that she wanted to be. And so Ellie goes missing, which is the wife, mother, a twin. She goes missing and Sam is like, well, I should probably go find her and see what happened to her. And she finds out that she went to a spa, a mysterious spa, and she hasn't answered her phone. And so she starts looking into the disappearance of her sister. So that is what I'll Be You is about. I don't know if you want me to tell you more, but that's the general <laughs> synopsis. No, I love the fact that it's a spa, that she disappeared to a right? spa. You know, oh, that's right. awesome. Spa. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. We're, we're yeah. not sure. We're like, where are you? Same mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first one. The next one is This Might Hurt by Stephanie Robel. Um, so and- good. Right? So So this one is about Wisewood, which is a private island off the coast of Maine where people can go for like six months at a time to get away from everything. And so maybe you're struggling with anxiety. Maybe you're struggling with addiction, drug abuse. Who knows? But Wisewood pretty much says you can go and escape all your problems and just kind of be in solitude. And so a girl named Natalie goes um, no, it's Natalie's sister. Natalie's sister Kit goes to the island and then no one hears from her again. And so Natalie's like, where's my sister? That's kind of weird. She went to this island and then kind of disappeared. 
And so she's a little concerned, but then she gets like a really threatening email from Kit. And she's like, this does not seem like my sister. I need to go find her. And so she goes to Wisewood um, Island and tries to figure out why Kit disappeared and what's going on. So that is This Might Hurt by Stephanie Robel. So this island island sounds like, you know, if you go to the villa in Love Island and you just like escape from your color and then you just (laughs) like there's like twisted thrillers happening like is that what right you're tell me? <laughs> exactly it's just like a reality show but then also culty and there's yeah. some shaved heads and murder so oh, don't right. worry yeah well, what's it- great about that book that i really love too is that it really explores the themes of fear there's a mm-hmm. lot in it around fear and how we overcome fear and how we face them and all of that so that book super good super good it is. She's a really good writer. And that book, you're right. It has a bunch of different chapters that like alternate between two storylines. And the non-Wisewood storyline is so good too. So, um, so yeah, highly recommend that one. The next one is The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. Um, this is not specifically a thriller. I would say it's more of like a slow burn mystery type book um, with an underlying cult element. So it's about Libby who she has her birthday and she realizes and finds out that she inherited a mansion that belonged to her parents. And so she's like, I don't really know anything about my parents. She didn't know anything about them. So she starts to learn about them and the story behind the house that she inherited And she comes to find out that 25 years previously, uh, there was a room full of dead cult members found in the house. And so everyone's (laughs) dead. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. Yes. They're all dead except for the kids. There's some missing children. And Libby was a baby and she's found in a crib all alone. And now she's trying to figure out what happened in her childhood. Oh, she needs to go to ther- therapy. She's like trauma <laughs> therapy. It's like extreme. <laughs> like this is traumatic, so traumatic timeline behavior. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, oh, how did you even get to this point without having a lot of trauma? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's really good. It is good. It's it's more of a like I said, a slow burn. It's not super aggressive, but it's very interesting. A lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fourth book, The Last Housewife by Ashley Winstead. Mm-hmm. This one, it has recently been super popular um, all over social media that I've noticed. And it's about Shay. And she's a girl who's pretty much trying to forget all about her past um, until she finds out that one of her best friends from college committed suicide. And it brings back memories of a previous suicide a long time ago. And so she finds out about this death from her friend who also hosts a true crime podcast. Um, His name is Jamie. And so Shay and Jamie team up to kind of dig into why her friend committed suicide. And it also talks a lot about her um, college experience and what went on there. And so this book is awesome because there's a lot of parallels to the Nexium cult. If people know mm-hmm. about Nexium, um, mm-hmm. which is that celebrity cult that everybody talks about. So there's a lot of parallels to that one, which I loved. Um, it's very triggering. There's a yes. million triggers. So it's like on just- the front, when you buy the book, like on the one of the front pages, there's a paragraph of triggers. So if you, it's yeah. dark, it is dark, Yes, but it is, yes. it is also the only book Chelsea and I had on our top choices for the year we both had the same yeah. it's so good it is one of those books i was like it can be romance and it can be a thriller and yeah a thriller. <laughs> that's right especially because she writes both romance she and does. thriller so it's like 
it can be polyamory poly like you know like all this stuff like it could be a romance like it could be white shoes white this stuff but no yes. it just chose to be a thriller exactly <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly okay so my last book is the cultiest cult book that you've never ever heard of i guarantee it's so culty it's like max cult so it's called nothing important happened today it's written by Will Carver, and it is about a cult, a cult that's popping up all over the world. So people are jumping out of towers. They're all hanging themselves from bridges, like all at once, like all over the world. There's tons of them all killing themselves. And all of them have a pre-written suicide note in their pocket uh, when they killed themselves. And every single person has the same note. And it says nothing important happened today. Oh, it gives me chills. So it's like oh a my crazy. God. An right now. It sounds so good. <laughs> it's I mean, it's one of my favorite books of all time because it is very dynamic. It is about a cult. It's about a serial killer. It talks, has a lot of references to famous serial killers, which I think is interesting. It's written almost in a way like it's written like a manifesto, which is terrifying. Um, Yeah. So nothing important happened today by Will Carver. Cultiest cult book. I don't want to say any more, but it will shock you. It shocked me. And that is very hard to do. Oh my gosh, I need this book now. <laughs> yeah, so good. no, I literally added it to good. This is what happens every time we talk. I end up adding at least one to three books to my Goodreads yeah. every <laughs> single time. No, I'm glad. <laughs> this is what the whole point of this is. Right? This is the whole <laughs> point bad. of it. So, oh my gosh. Oh, so I good. Love, I love this recommendation. So I love things cultish. I love like any type of cultish behavior that's happening. I'm like, I'm live for yeah. And this is unexplained. So it's even weirder because it's just all these things are happening with no explanation. You know, <laughs> it's like the question of what is even going on because yeah. why, how, who, when, you know, the whole thing, <laughs> like who is in charge of it? <laughs> yeah. And why is it? Ha- it makes no sense. But then it all does make sense. Oh, so good. Oh. It, it must be sweeter just to and to do the ending like oh my gosh it just yeah it's, oh it makes sense love this so olivia tell us your book recommendations okay so mine are in all different kinds of genres within the uh, thriller genre and like different types of books so i feel like we get it like some like different kinds for people especially if they're just starting to drop like tiptoe into thrillers so we've got a variety the first one is called the overnight guest by heather gudenkoff it is a really high octane thriller so this is like very action-packed psychological thriller um it is a about a crime writer true crime writer her name's wiley lark um and she goes to this isolated farmhouse so she can write her new book and um she ends up getting snowed in the thing about this house is that it's a place where two people were murdered in cold blood and a girl disappeared without a trace of course right (laughs) shocker so yeah i mean of course and she's a true crime writer like why would she not go to the house where like there's a but she's gonna write about that story obviously yeah obviously this is like she's snowed in and um and then in the the blizzard like just gets worse and worse and so whatever reason she has to like go outside because she and she notices there's a small child out in the snow so she <gasps> goes out and she saves the child from the snow and brings him in and then chaos ensues because that child may or may not be alone and there may or may not be more to what is going on there of why that child is there and um maybe 
any connections that Wiley may have to the kid and to the house that she may not even realize. So it is, it's, it's high octane. It's fast, fast paced thriller. Yeah. You so. have me at the fast paced thriller. You have me at the mystery of Snowden and like, you know, in romance, we have Snowden, just one bed, keep it. Keep yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Now we're just one Snowden and there's like, people are being killed and people stuff. Are being killed and we're not sure what's going to happen. Like, when is it? What is it? Right. All the time. Somehow Snowden can go from very sweet and romantic to very terrifying real quick. Yeah. Um, so the next one I have is more of kind of, uh, it's a romantic suspense slash. It's just kind of weird and dark. Um, this one is called Hello Transcriber by Hannah Morrissey. It was a um, debut for this author in 2022. And it is set in the town of Black Harbor in Wisconsin. It's a fictional town, but it's like this place where people, the sad people go in life, basically. <laughs> um, but so it's about Hazel. She is a an overnight police transcriber. So she's listening to the, the case notes from the detectives and writing them up in the reports. And she hears about this one um, case that kind of catches her eye. So then she and she also gets very interested in the um, detective because like something about his voice kind of like draws her in. There's a lot of uh, romantic suspense between the two of them as she joins in with the detective as they investigate some deaths in town around some drug overdoses and some um, drug distribution and things like that. And it's, there's some like really like there's some weird sexy scenes in here, which, so you, so I'm letting you know, you might like this for your audience. You might like that. Um, to me, it was a little weird, but it's yeah. also really good. And an interesting perspective on the police procedural to come from a transcriber. And the mm -hmm. author actually was a police transcriber and she'd met her husband who was a police officer oh. or detective through being a transcriber. Yes. So cool. he, like, Nikolai is the detective and he is like very much based upon her husband. Based so anyway, so he's, he's not the killer then i guess the detective well yeah. spoiler spoiler he's not well, the killer. I'm just saying you just said they, it was based so either her husband's a killer or he's not the killer it's one of those right like but you know the the husband always does it like i'm watching it's always, the husband. That's the husband. it's always the husband so it's just suspicious say, honestly hazel is married to another dude so you know, you never know. Could still be the husband. Um, but, uh, okay. So my next one is more of a paranormal suspense thriller. It's called Beneath the Stairs by Jennifer Fawcett. And this is set in um, upstate New York where... Um, there is this house, it's called the Octagon House, that is like deep in the woods. And it's like a small town. So all the kids are like, you know, oh, I dare you to go touch the door, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. the Octagon House. But the, the reason that this house is so, uh, so creepy is that a man killed his whole family and himself in the house. So these girls are young, they're screwing around or whatever. And then they go in, they break into the house and then something very traumatic happens while they're in there. Um, and they come out and then then we fast forward to years later. So the book is definitely dual timelines where we're going back and forth between childhood to adulthood. And we're seeing um, one of the friends, her name is Claire. Um, Claire is coming back into town because her friend, Abby, the one that went into the house that came out like kind of wrong, had tried to commit suicide. So, but she tried to do it after she went back into the octagon house. So now Claire's coming back home to try to find out what is going on with her friend. Why did she try to do this? What's really going on? Um, and I love this because it has like 
I'm, I'm not a huge paranormal fan. I, like I talk about that a lot, um, but it has it in just the right amount. Very like Simone St. James, like very just enough paranormal that it's uncomfortable and it's creepy and eerie, but not so much that it's like, okay, there's a freaking ghost walking around in the house. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I really liked that. Wait, do ghosts walk or? I mean, what, do they? You just said, I'm just curious. I'm like, do they float? Do they plump? Listen, do they flump? Do they flop? Like I guess it depends. I feel like they just like, they just move around and stuff like that. I have like sleep paralysis. Like I have the sleep demon, you know, that you probably have heard on TikTok where you just like feel like something. So I feel like this, like something in my, like mm-hmm. in my stuff and I can't move, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it just feels like oh something, my God. you know, it's just there. It's just, it's just there. there. And then it's not there. And then it's there. And then it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I also would love to like dive into that later. Sleep paralysis right? there's a demon. Like yeah. we that's a book in itself, but I would love to know more about that. Yeah. But um, okay. So the next one I think is a really good intro for people who are coming into the thriller genre and haven't um are maybe a little tentative about getting into like a very graphic, violent kind of book. Mm-hmm. So this one's a little bit uh a little bit more thoughtful. It's Catch Her When She Falls by Allison Bucola. It is about a woman whose boyfriend killed her best friend 10 years ago. And um, she's starting to think that like maybe everything that she knew about the crime isn't exactly what she thought it was. Um, When a new, when a true crime blog and like some web sleuths are start investigating the girl, her friend, Emily's murder. Um, And so Micah, the main character is like, "Mm, maybe things aren't exactly what I thought it was. We were in high school. Maybe my boyfriend didn't do it. So he's been in prison Um, And so she's thinking, like, did he actually or not? Um, So it's really about the investigation she kind of does into what actually happened to her best friend. What's fascinating about this book to me is it reads very cinematically in the sense of most books tend to be when they're linear, like they'll tend to be kind of linear or dual timelines. This will actually you'll be you're driving with Micah from uh, Philadelphia to New Jersey. And we're seeing like how many miles to go to this destination. So we're finding out what the destination is along the way. But as she's driving, she's having like flashbacks into the the stories, right? So it's just written in a little bit of a different kind of way than I think a lot of thrillers are. And I really, uh, I liked that part of it. And um, this one doesn't have like, not a lot of graphic, not a lot of gore. It's a good mystery to try to get into if you are getting into this genre. Nice. Nice. I love this. Perfect. Okay. So my last one is called Dead End Girl by LT Vargas and Tim McBain. This is the first in a an FBI thriller series. And this is like totally the opposite of the one I just talked about of Catcher When She Falls because this is grisly and dark and graphic and deals with a lot of like heavy issues. Um, and it's about a man who, or a serial killer stalking women in rural Ohio. He, um, has this grotesque nickname that is called the doll parts killer. Ew. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like chopping up people because, you know, as you, as serial killers do, um, he leaves them in like, like public places, like residential neighborhoods next to a rolling rink, a roller rink behind a Burger King. Um, yeah. So FBI sends their best profiler. They're like, yep, this dude, you got to get down there. There's ser- seriously stuff's going on. And then he just like goes silent, like completely AWOL. And they're like, what the hell? So they send a brand new agent 
which that doesn't make sense to me, but they send a brand new agent down there to go look into it. Um, and so she then starts to investigate while she's also dealing with this like high profile, this guy that is a superstar in the FBI world is like having a meltdown. So she's dealing with him, trying to keep his cover, trying to hold the case together and discovering who the killer is. And it is a very good, it's very good. I really enjoyed this one as well, but it is darker. Yeah, that sounds good. Actually, that sounds like a one that I will pick for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's darker I'm like that sounds scary so. yeah no I mean it's, it depends on like what your what your preference is I prefer like I'm into the darker grizzlier like if yeah. it's graphic cutting up bodies like oh yeah I'm there 100 <laughs> percent um so and that's why I say like you know we have different kind of tastes and there's different kinds of thrillers within the thriller genre that yeah. you can get into right yeah. that's why I chose a variety here I love this. I love these, all these recommendations. You have me, you have a TBR set for me and you have a TBR set for me from not the popular trailers, like hidden gems. I'm like, oh, I did not know about this one. I did not know about this one. And so I'm excited to dive into this genre and let you guys know how I do. Please do. I want to know if you read any of our picks, what you think you and your listeners, you guys can reach out to us. We always say this on our own podcast. We just want to hear like, did you read what we said? Did you like it? Because Did you hate it? Did you have a horrible time? Tell us. If you hated it, I don't know what to be friends with you. No, no, I still want to hear it. I want to know. I'm still interested. I'm interested to know, like if I recommend something, if someone's like, oh my God, you are crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of that, tell us where you can find you online you okay. can find oh go, go ahead. ahead no go you can find me on instagram at olivia day writes um, i'm also on tiktok at olivia day books and you can find me on instagram at thriller book babe and you can find the podcast at thrillers by the book club pod awesome thank you chelsea thank you olivia for a great show thank yeah you for thank you for us. having us if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. For a list of books mentioned and other romance recommendations, please visit whatyourrenextblog.com. Did you know you can purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore? With Libro.fm, you can pick up more than 250,000 audiobooks, including bestsellers and recommendations from real booksellers. You'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company, you know the name. But you'll be part of a different story, one that supports your local community. If you're new to audiobooks, there's a perfect way to squeeze into more reading to your busy life. Listen with the free Libro.fm app while you do your chores, walk your dog, relax at home. The Watch Remix podcast has a special offer for our listeners. Get two audiobooks on Libro FM for the price of one with your first month of membership. Use code WHATTOREADNEXT. This offer is only valid for new members in Canada and the U.S. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.